Hi, everybody. Jimmy DeYoung here. We're so glad that you could take a moment to join us for a look at the book. Today, we're going to be looking at the book of Jeremiah. What an exciting book. This book of Bible prophecy is available for you to read in your Bible. It has 52 chapters of detailed information about the end times. What a prophet he was. God selected Jeremiah not at the time of his birth, nor at the time of his conception. But in the mind of God in eternity past, Jeremiah was set aside to be a prophet to the nations. In fact, that's what chapter 1 says. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. We're going to take a look at this book. We're going to study together in a few moments. And then you'll be able to find out how you can get your own copy of Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy. He's a unique prophet as well. In fact, that's what we're going to be studying right now. A unique prophecy, a unique prophet, and a unique purpose. That's the first study as we come to our study of Jeremiah. Let's listen to the study right now, and then I'll tell you how you can get your own individual copy for your own personal study. Right now, let's study from the book of Jeremiah, a unique prophecy written by a unique prophet with a unique purpose. Go with me, if you will, to chapter 3 of the book of Jeremiah. Chapter 3. One of the questions I'm asked, and I basically specialize in prophecy wherever I speak, one of the, or the most asked question is, where is the United States in prophecy? But the next most asked question is, what about the Ark of the Covenant? Not too long ago, the PAX television network ran a special, and two men were involved in telling us that the Ark of the Covenant was located in Ethiopia. Howbeit, they could not get in to see it. Did anybody see that special, the Ark of the Covenant, on the PAX Network? Some of you did. I watched it. Uh, I knew the men were liars from the outset, so I, I, I didn't put very much trust in what they were going to have to say. They're the same guys that found Mount Sinai over in Saudi Arabia, which is biblically impossible. And I knew they were liars because they said that they had to sneak into a military base in Saudi Arabia to find out their information. They broke the law. They lied about doing it. So I didn't think they had any validity in telling us where the Ark of the Covenant was. The Bible does tell us. And we have information here. In, jo in Jeremiah chapter 3, it, in verse 16, it is talking about the Ark of the Covenant. Now, there's some interesting things here about the Ark of the Covenant. You know what the Ark of the Covenant was? It was that sacred piece of furniture that was located in the Holy of Holies. There where they kept the, the, the cup of manna, the Ten Commandments, Aaron's rod that budded. There where the cherubim covered the mercy seat, only to be seen once a year by the high priest who would go into the Holy of Holies to offer blood pointed on the Ark of the Covenant on Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. A very, very sacred piece of furniture. Built, given direction to build in the last chapters of the book of Exodus, Moses and the children of Israel built the Ark of the Covenant when they put up the transportable worship center, the tabernacle, and then thus it went from traveling through 40 years in the wilderness across into Israel. And then after they captured the land, the promised land, it went to a place called Shiloh. Maybe you pronounce it Shiloh, but in Hebrew it's Shiloh. They went to a place called Shiloh. It was there for 350 years. From there it moved around to Beth Shemesh. And that, that's the 
Uh, Beth Shemesh is on the road between Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, just off the road to the south. And there it stayed for a short while when a bunch of Israelis went down there, looked in it, Israelites rather, looked in it, and they died on the spot. It was taken across the road to a place called Keriat Yarim, which is Abba Gush today, a Arab village, and it stayed up there for 120 years till King David came down to get the Ark of the Covenant to bring it into Jerusalem. You remember the story? He came down with a cart with an ox pull in it, and they put it uh, on the cart, and it started back towards Jerusalem, hit a bump in the road. Uther reached up, tried to stop it, and was killed on the spot just like that. And then they, David said, well, when all else fails, I guess I better read the manual. So he decided to get the Word of God and find out how you're supposed to move the, move the Ark of the Covenant. He was doing the right thing in the wrong way. He was copying what the Philistines had done when they took the Ark of the Covenant, put it on a cart drawn by an ox and carried it around for seven months. We don't do the things the way the world does it. We do the things the way the Word tells us to do it. So he then gets four Levites. They take two rods, two poles of shittim wood covered with gold, go down there, put it through the, the rings on the Ark of the Covenant, put it up on their shoulders, and they dance all the way to Jerusalem. They put it then in the city of David. It stayed there until King Solomon built the temple, and then First uh, Kings chapter 8, they take the Ark of the Covenant and put it in the Holy of Holies. Now, what about the Ark of the Covenant? Well, there's some interesting things here about the Ark of the Covenant. And some questions have come up. Here's a prophecy that, that Jeremiah deals with. I'm just introducing some of the unique prophecies in Jeremiah. And it shall come to pass, when ye be multiplied and increased in the land, in those days, saith the Lord, they shall say, No more the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, neither shall it come to mind, neither shall they remember it, neither shall they visit it, neither shall that be done anymore. Now this is prophetic. This is saying... They're not even going to talk about the Ark of the Covenant. Everybody today is talking about the Ark of the Covenant. Second most asked question I'm given, where's the Ark of the Covenant? Can they bring the Ark of the Covenant up? Well, before I continue to talk about this, let me tell you, I know where the Ark of the Covenant is. I know because on my video back there, Ready to Build, a documentary on the preparations to build the Third Temple, I interviewed two men. In fact, CBS Television contracted me to interview the last rabbi, Rabbi Shlomo Gorin and Rabbi Yehuda Getz. Two of the most distinguished rabbis. Shlomo Gorin was the rabbi at the Western Wall on June 7, 1967, when they reunified the city of Jerusalem after 2,000 years. The Jews did. The Israeli Defense Force breaking in through the Lion Gate, going to the Temple Mount, conquering the city, and bringing it together a final time. They said they'll never divide the city again. And Rabbi Shlomo Gorin was there. He was the chief rabbi of the Israeli Defense Force. He stuck the first prayer in the Western Wall after 2,000 years. He blew the shofar announcing that they had got there. This was a very prestigious rabbi. He later became the chief rabbi of all of Israel. Rabbi Yehuda Getz, an old man in his 80s when I interviewed him, he's now dead. He was the chief rabbi of all the religious sites, the Jewish religious sites. He was there at the Western Wall in an office. He had a synagogue right against the Western Wall. And in 1982, both of these men went underneath the Temple Mount into the catacombs there, and they found the Ark of the Covenant, basically underneath where that Dome of the Rock is. Rabbi Yehuda gets, you can buy the tape and look at it. If you don't believe me, it's documented. I'm not saying something I 
heard. I'm telling you something. I actually got contact with the people who did it. He took a mirror, stuck the mirror around the wall of one of the catacombs and saw the Ark of the Covenant. For CBS television, they were producing a special, maybe you saw this special on national television. I interviewed Shlomo Gorin and I said, did you see it? He said, I came within 25 feet of bringing it out. I said, why didn't you bring it out? He said, we don't have any place to put it. As soon as we have a temple on the Temple Mount, we'll bring the Ark of the Covenant out and we'll put it there. Now, wait a minute. You say, you're going to believe two rabbis? Well, they're very prestigious rabbis. Yes, I would say I would believe them. But that's not the only reason. Go back to Second Chronicles just for a second. Keep your finger here in Jeremiah. Go back to Second Chronicles chapter 35. Josiah, remember when Jeremiah started to prophesy? During, and I think it was the 13th year of Josiah's reign, 626 B.C. That's what time we're talking about here in chapter 35. You know something? Now this is profound. Chapter 35 of Second Chronicles comes before chapter 36. <laughs> Isn't that profound? Studied all night for that. Chapter 36 is the rehearsal of the destruction, the fall of Jerusalem. It's the taking into captivity all of the Jewish people. Chapter 35 coming before, Josiah, not literally, but just figuratively, sees the handwriting on the wall, knows the Babylonians are getting ready to come in. So what does he do? Well, look what it says here in verse 3. 2 Chronicles 35, 3. And he said unto the Levites, those are the ones who were responsible for serving the temple. He said unto the Levites that taught all of Israel, which were holy unto the Lord, put the holy ark in the house which Solomon the son of David, king of Israel, did build. Put the holy ark in the house. Now wait a minute. This is 626 or 625 B.C. Solomon built the temple about 1000 B.C. 1 Kings 18, they had an unbelievable service when they put the Ark of the Covenant in the Holy of Holies, and the glory of the Lord filled the house. Man, it was marvelous, unbelievable. So what is he talking about? The Ark of the Covenant had been in the house, the temple, that's what he's referring to, 400 years. Now what's he telling the Levites to do? Well, if you know a little bit of Hebrew, you can understand that word for house there is bayit in Hebrew. B-A-Y-I-T-H. Bayit. You know what that literally translated means? Secret, secluded hiding place. You see, King Solomon had prepared, just for such an emergency, a place in which he could hide the Ark of the Covenant. And so Josiah told the Levites, since the ark was already in the temple, take the ark and put it in that secret, secluded hiding place. Do you think Nebuchadnezzar in chapter 36 could have destroyed the temple had the ark of the covenant been in there? The glory of the Lord hovered over the ark of the covenant. Do you think anybody could have touched that building had the ark been in the Holy of Holies? No. And so those two rabbis who told me they saw the ark of the covenant underneath the temple mount were right in line with what the scripture says. 
Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy. That's the title of a five-hour audio series on CD that is available for you. If you were blessed by the study of God's Word in these last few moments, the entire study will be a blessing to you as well, and it'll help you understand the times in which we're living. Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy, this five-hour audio series on CD, is available for you to purchase to have your own individual study. Why don't you call our toll-free number? It's 877-674-3298. That's 877-674-3298. Make your order that way. Or you can go to the website, prophecytoday.com, go to our shopping mall, and you'll be able to make your order of this five-hour audio series on CD entitled, Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy. By the way, as you study through the book of Jeremiah and any of the prophetic books that we have opportunity to study together, you'll understand that we're living in the last days. I believe that the rapture of the church could take place at any moment. In fact, in the next moment. And having said that, there's nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...